All right, all you haters out there, we're going to do something a little different before we even start the show because there's something really, really important that I want to talk about that we didn't get a chance to talk about last week, and that's water parks. Super important. No. (laughs) (laughs) Only kidding. We're going to talk about something that's actually really important. I think now is a good time to talk about net neutrality. So, Dave, I want to start with you, and I want to know what you know about net neutrality. What I know is Comcast has got to be behind this, and sure enough, a little bit of investigating, and Comcast voted the the number one shittiest company of these online nerds for like six years running. They are behind it. Well, I would say... Every corporation, especially ISP, so Comcast, yeah. Verizon, AT&T, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Now, first of all, I'm going to apologize a little bit. I think my voice is a little bit more raspy. The cold is getting to me a little bit. So right away, let's apologize for that. But this is really important, something that I've been talking about for years. And now we're kind of coming to a head. And I am very nervous. I'm very worried. And I'm very angry. So I think we need to talk about this a little bit. Yeah, this was enough to piss me off. (laughs) Yeah, and really, it should piss everyone off. Everyone. This isn't a Republican-Democrat thing. This isn't, you know, whatever thing you follow. It doesn't matter. This affects anyone. This affects everyone. And really, the only people that this is going to help are big corporations. So why would you ever be on the side? of big corporations unless you're already a rich fuck who is part (laughs) of those corporations. Yeah, that's that's the only one winning out of this. So let's start with the term net neutrality first. So yeah, go ahead. What I have here is is the principle that the internet service providers must treat all data on the internet the same and not discriminate or charge differently by user content website platform application, type of attachment equipment, or method of communication. Basically, what they're doing is you get charged for certain social medias. Like um, Facebook would maybe charge you more than Google Mail, or Netflix might charge you a lot. YouTube, that's even more. So streaming, Spotify, could cost you. Now, remember, it's not those corporations that are actually doing it. Now, some of them may benefit. But it's not them actually doing it because I know Google is completely against this. They're completely against the repeal of net neutrality. And that's what I wanted to get yeah. to. The term is a terrible, terrible term. It's the same yeah. way <laughs> that global warming was a terrible term because people didn't understand what they meant. They look outside in December. They're like, well, what the fuck? It's cold. So there's no yeah. global warming. <laughs> like That's literally how people think about things. Climate change was the right term to use. Unfortunately, it got beaten into the ground by global warming. So net neutrality, it's a similar thing to that where people don't really understand what that means. You just gave a kind of broad, very like factual definition of what that is. Really, if they had called it free internet or internet freedom or something along that line, that would have made people more interested in the term in general. Yeah. Instead, people aren't fighting against net neutrality. People are fighting against the repeal of net neutrality. Right now, the Internet as we know it and have known it has always been net neutrality or net neutral. 
Yeah, I'll call it Freenet. But maybe that's too close to Skynet, and everyone would be maybe. freaked out. <laughs> that's a possibility. Yeah, Freenet sounds like something out of Terminator or something. Hence my Skynet <laughs> comment. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a extremely, extremely big deal. And you might be asking, okay, well, why are you talking about it on Ian Hates Music? It's because it's not only going to affect everyone, it's also going to affect musicians. It's also going to affect bands. What Dave was saying before is that if an ISP like Comcast, Verizon, AT&T, whatever, if they don't want you going to certain sites with the repeal of net neutrality, they would be able to either block those sites or make them download at a slower rate. Yeah. Which means no matter what you pay for the internet, you might not be able to get to sites that they don't like you to go to. That's especially true for something like Netflix. ISPs mm -hmm. hate Netflix. Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, all that shit, they hate it. They also hate Spotify. They also hate yeah. iTunes. They hate stuff like that because that takes a lot of bandwidth. So imagine this. What about... The smaller bands, some of the bands that we talk about on Ian Hates Music, what about them and their own private sites or Bandcamp? Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. What about when their music is only available there? Are you even going to be able to get to it? We don't know that. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. We have no idea. And I'm not even talking about fucking porn and shit. I'm not even talking <laughs> about that. I'm talking about music sites that you like, movie streaming sites that you like, like political stuff. Yeah. What way does Comcast and AT and Verizon, which way do they lean? Because they're going to want you to go to their sites, not the other ones. Sites like that don't like Facebook. They don't like social no. gathering places where people can talk about things that they want to do. Every creep that just heard you say mention the porn thing, they probably didn't even think about it until just now. They're like, oh, shit. I have noticed <laughs> that a lot of places have not been talking about that. And I wonder yeah. if that's because they want legitimacy to the argument yeah. but i got something to yeah. tell i got something to tell people believe it or not and i know this is something that not a whole lot of people know but remember when there used to be hd dvd and blu-ray and even before that there were laser discs and dvds yeah the only formats that ever survive are the ones that embrace porn <laughs> that is honestly the truth yeah so you would hope that all that kind of stuff would help with the situation, with the freedom of the internet, but people just don't understand. It's been pushed under the rug so much, but this is a time to fight. Like this is really, and I know that sounds cliche, but this is the time. I've been doing it for years. It hasn't been enough. Just think about it this way too. What if Comcast doesn't like this show? Yeah. I have a website, ianhates.com. Do you think that I'm going to be able to afford to be on one of their fast lane, highway, whatever buzzword term that they're trying to do, the one where corporations pay more money so that it's faster to get to your site, there's no way the little guy is going to be able to afford that. No. What if they don't like you going to Stitcher? What if they don't like you going to Google Play Music? You might only be able to get this from iTunes. Who knows? So all yeah. those little sites that you use to get the show for free, you might not even be able to get anymore. Any podcast that they don't like, you know, Bill Maher's podcast, maybe they don't like, whatever. They can stop you by either slowing it down and making it unbearable or possibly blocking you. Now, I'm sorry, uh -huh. my voice is still a little fucked up. But 
this is really serious. This is something that people really have to understand. And the unfortunate part is you can't just go online and sign your name onto something and just forget about it. It's at the point now where the FCC, which is governed not by us, we do not Mm -hmm. appoint people to be on the FCC, yet they are in control of all of the media stuff all around the United States. Yeah, we could be we could be in some trouble. The chairperson is allegedly, I'm going to say that even though I'm sure, you know, you can find <laughs> out, you know, other ways yourself, allegedly in the pocket of all these big conglomerations. I don't even know if conglomerations is the right word. All these <laughs> fucking major major companies, all these ISPs, yeah. most likely allegedly in their pocket taking bribes allegedly. He's the only person besides these corporations that are going to gain anything. The rest of the FCC might not even want to pass this. So there are ways to go ahead and tell them this is not what you want. You don't want to repeal net neutrality. You want net neutrality. That's what you want. So I will have links in the description of the episode so that you can contact the FCC as well as call and write Congress because they're the other people that have some control over this. But just think about it this way. In most places where you live, do you really have a choice of an internet provider? I can tell you that right here where I live in Boston, I only get one choice. There are yeah. anti-monopoly laws that cable companies do not have to follow. Yeah, I, I, can only, I only have one as well. So imagine that. Just think about that right there. If you can only go with one ISP in most places, you're going to have to follow their rules. You're going to have to pay more money to get certain places and then still not go to other places. This is the fucking internet. Yeah. It's our one our one fucking place to go. And you're going to let. And that's the thing. You are going to let this happen. That's what people, we got to let that sink in. This is yeah. on you. There are bad <laughs> people that are trying to pass something bad. We need to fight back against the government, against a government agency that is not appointed by us. That's the insane part. <laughs> Just think about yeah. that. Like, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. And I know people have heard me rant about this before. This isn't the first time I've talked about it, but this is the first time I've been completely direct about it. Like, we uh-huh. need to stop this now. Yeah, and... Hopefully everyone follows those those links because if not, you never know. You'll end up paying for this podcast or his website eventually someday. Or you just might not get the show anymore. No, that'd be gone. If it takes me... If I have to stream 12 albums. <laughs> yeah, it takes me so long to upload the episode itself to the website. Yeah. You think I'm going to wait days to upload an episode? It's not going to happen. Yeah. So they get to silence us. If that happens, and I just can't stand that. I can't. So I know it's some work, but it'll pay off in the end. And by the way, there is a timetable on this. This isn't something like, oh, this is going to happen in the future. We have some time. They're going to be voting. The FCC is going to be voting mid-December. I think it's like December 14th or something. Don't quote me Uh exactly on that one. But I believe it's somewhere around there. So this has to be done in the next like two weeks. The team is on your back. (laughs) yeah everyone i mean this is really future america time like people talk about trump being in office and all that kind of stuff this is the real big deal yeah this is the thing right here this is what controls everything the internet controls everything don't give up the internet 
No, anything but the internet. Seriously. All right, Dave. Is there anything else you want to mention before we move on? Um, I think we pre- should prepare our listeners for the longest episode we've ever done. <laughs> I like that you said that. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, it's time to start the show. Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. What the fuck? <laughs> you ruined my You thing. got it. You have to keep it. <laughs> fuck. You know what? I hope that someone does take control of the internet. <laughs> so yes. there are no fucking pop-ups. That was the best <laughs> intro we've ever done. Yeah, well, I guess my name's Ian. <laughs> my name's Dave. All right, Dave. Well, look, it is after Thanksgiving. I hope you had a great time. I know you're super busy with the holidays and everything, and we have a bunch of stuff to talk about. So how about we get started with Scene News? Let's go. Scene News time. Scene News time. We start off with Poison the Well. They're warning everyone that an unofficial vinyl pressing of the album You Come Before You is out right now, and they had absolutely nothing to do with it. So they're saying, not necessarily don't buy it, but they're saying, (laughs) I think, please don't buy it. I think that's really what they are technically saying. Yeah, um, I've always, I always like worried of this happening. I think they're really telling you, watch out for scams in general. I've, I've been seeing a whole bunch on my Facebook like these bots that like kind of make band shirts that I somewhat like. Uh, <laughs> and now apparently they're making uh, vinyl pressings. Well, this is an actual record company, right? Yeah. Backbite Records yeah. from Germany. Yep. Yeah, it's weird. Look, I buy stuff so that the band can get money from it. Yeah. So if the band's not getting money from it, <laughs> why would you do it? No, I, I, I don't. I wouldn't find myself in this situation. Absolutely not. So we're going to say don't buy it. Don't buy it. Next up, kind of a different story, I guess. So Neil Fallon from the band Clutch has now taken a board seat on a foundation, I guess, dedicated to bringing child predators to justice. And it's not yeah. weird that he would join. It's weird that I didn't know this was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I didn't know this was a... Uh... Like, does, does anyone can join this organization? Well, that I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you have to be in a prominent position to be on the yeah. board. But I didn't know that the Innocent Lies Foundation was a thing. Yeah, I, I didn't either. Because, I mean, I would probably donate to something like that. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you don't or if you're against this organization, organization, maybe you're a problem. Yeah. <laughs> if you're just like, I don't understand and I want no part of this. <laughs> Yeah, people would be like, "Eh, maybe, you know, people should look into you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But 
it actually makes a lot of sense that the foundation itself would reach out to people in the entertainment industry if they're using oh, yeah. him to do that as well. That's a really good idea, especially with what you know we've been talking about, unfortunately, in the scene, and then also yeah. what's been happening in movies, and I'm sure in other aspects of media as well. But to have someone that's able to reach out from those industries and to get help in those industries might actually be a really good thing for the future. I'm all for this. And for anyone who's interested in reading more about the organization, you can go to innocentliesfoundation.org. That's how you know it's official, because it's got the dot .org. Dot .org. All right, so I've been waiting to joke around about this story for a while now, because it okay. came out, I think, like last week, and we didn't get a mm-hmm. chance to talk about it because we recorded the show early, because it was, you know, Thanksgiving week. Yep. You are able, and it's actually advertised this way, on the upcoming Suicide Silence tour, you are able to be a roadie for Suicide Silence. <laughs> I will pay half of it if you go. <laughs> <laughs> so it's $150. Uh-huh. And this is what it says you get. You get to work alongside the crew during load-in, stand side stage for their set, Enjoy a pre-show meal with the crew. Mingle with the band during sound check. Ooh. You get an exclusive t-shirt, and then you get a working crew laminate. (laughs) You get to be their bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my real question is, how much do they charge underage girls to send dick pics to them? Oh. Ayo. Buzzing. (laughs) Got him. (laughs) But in all seriousness, folks, I would love to go after them and take that direct literalness of what people have been doing. But I honestly don't think this is literal. I think this was just another way to say VIP. Yeah. Because seriously, I can't imagine unless they make you sign a whole contract saying if you damage something, you're responsible for it. I cannot imagine that a roadie crew. And I don't even know, is roadie like a bad term now? Yeah, it sounds bad. <laughs> Does it? I don't I don't know. I don't know what the rules are anymore. So crew, I guess? I, I don't fucking yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. There is no way that the crew that's been doing this for years is literally going to tell you to go pick up that stack of $5,000 guitars and move it <laughs> on stage. It's just not going to happen. You're not going no. to be setting up that super expensive equipment, even doing the hard work of hauling it, which means literally picking it up, which most of them will be pretty damn heavy. They're pretty damn heavy because they're pretty fucking expensive. So there is no way, unless you sign some contract saying that you're responsible, that absolutely would be the right thing, man. You pay for half of that, I pay for the other half of that, and I just destroy their fucking shit while I'm moving it in and (laughs) pretend like it was a mistake. Yeah. It, none of this makes any sense. So I think it's it's got to be fake. It's just a way of getting around the whole doing VIP like everyone else does. You probably get to stand there while the crew does their thing Ooh. and you stand off stage away from their area and they <laughs> set up and then it's the whole thing like mingle with the band during sound check means stay off the stage, away from the stage and watch them do sound check. Now that we're using the word roadie and the word mingle, I don't like where this is going. I don't get the joke. 
Mingle, man. That's just a gross word. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard anyone say yeah. that mingle. Are you thinking yeah. of dingle? Like dingleberry? No, mingle. Yeah. No, I don't like mingle. All right. <laughs> Thank you for explaining that one because I wasn't sure yeah. where you're going. Must be an Ohio thing. I mean, maybe. Yeah, I don't want to mingle with anyone. That just sounds bad. No, I get it. I get it now, but I would have never. Me and the boys mingled. are out back just mingling. <laughs> See, literally mingling. Sounds means, bad. It means walking around with people. That's ah, what that is a, but, not, but you're a roadie and now you're mingling. I don't know, man. <laughs> don't know. Sounds gross. All Especially right. after the allegations. We'll just go by. Well, look, it sounds <laughs> gross because it's fucking suicide silence and who would ever pay this much money to be anywhere close to a band that made that fucking shitty album. <laughs> That's True. the whole thing is if you're paying $150 to see them do this for that album, that's the yeah. sad part. Then you're then you're mingling a little bit too much. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let's also not forget that their lead singer definitely was talking to an underage girl and this story is overtaking that. Yeah. Never forget. Never. Here's another fun one. We get to talk about another tool bag. Yeah. This time it's Darren from System of a Down. He is the guitarist for System of a Down. And I don't know if you heard this, Dave, but did you know that Manson passed away? Oh, I did hear about it, yeah. Way too many people cared for the wrong reasons. <laughs> I know. They really did. And it turns out that Darren is one of those people, and he went on a whole rant on, I don't know, Instagram or whatever fucking social media, and took a picture with like a picture that his father drew or something that was in yeah. the vein of Manson. And then talked about how he totally respected like the way he spoke and like his ideals and all that kind of bullshit. It would be really funny if he was trolling people by doing that. This guy is just fucking crazy. <laughs> well, it's not crazy. He's a dipshit. Yeah. Like he's a subclass of human being. Yeah. He's not okay. He promises. <laughs> he talks about how... He used inspiration from Manson while writing Toxicity, which makes me not like Toxicity. Yeah. You know, like yeah. people who glorify, like I understand when it's your gimmick. Like for Marilyn Manson, it was part of the gimmick. There mm -hmm. are people that go with the gimmick and I totally get that when you like serial killers and you like mass murderers because it plays into that gimmick. You have people that are marks for that kind of shit because they're never going to do it. Whatever. Yeah. But with this guy, when you start talking about how he inspired you, you know, he was such a great speaker and all that kind of and a great songwriter. Look, first of all, he didn't get into the Beach Boys because he wasn't a good songwriter. So let's not pretend yeah. there was any, you know, you can go back and look at that story. Maybe if they had let him in, none of this would have mm -hmm. ever happened. And, you know, that's yeah. a hack joke, but it could <laughs> possibly be true. He wasn't a good songwriter. He was very influential. He was able to manipulate people to do things, and that was always what he said. He never actually killed anyone. He never did anything. He talked people into doing those yeah. things. But also, if you really want to know how much of a tool Manson was, why don't you look up what his plan was? And I don't uh -huh. even want to get into that, but why don't you look yeah. it up? I mean, maybe yeah. Darren should go ahead and look up what he thought his plan was going to be 
and see if that would have worked out in any stretch of imagination. See how smart that guy really was. Yep. <laughs> Plus, how about this too? Anyone who's seriously glorifying Manson, Darren said in his rebuttal to people calling him a monster, was that, oh, you guys in your mass media only saying what the media tells you to say. No, dude, yeah. fuck you. I actually have read what happened with those murders. They're really, really fucking sick shit. Like, they cut the baby out of a person. Yeah, not okay. Yeah, that's not <laughs> fun murder stuff. You know what I mean? That's not all the random weird serial killers putting on a clown mask and doing all that kind of shit. This was real fucked up shit that no one should ever be glorified for. Plus, he was a huge Hitler fan. Yeah. <laughs> so really, you're saying that a Nazi was really influential and really good at what he was saying. And, so, and basically, that's what everyone says about Hitler and Stalin and tons and tons of mass murderers. Now, I'm not saying that Manson was a mass murderer because Manson didn't kill anyone. Technically, yeah. he didn't kill anyone. Hitler did actually kill people. Stalin actually did kill people. But yeah. they also were able to talk a lot of people into killing a lot of people. That is the difference, yes. Like I said, play into the gimmick all you want, but I can tell you for sure, like I wasn't recently anyways the biggest System of a Down fan for a while now. I mean, they are one of the worst bands you can possibly see live now. They don't put any effort into doing <laughs> anything anymore. Most of their albums really blow. They have two good <laughs> albums at best. Yeah. So don't don't pretend. Everyone out there, don't pretend you're fooling yourself if you think they have more than that because they definitely don't. <laughs> now knowing what he's saying about Manson and influencing toxicity, it makes me not really want to ever listen to that again. Plus, if you want to see something really funny and give you real douche chills, <laughs> try and find it because I'm sure it's very difficult to find now. But try and find when System of a Down were the musical guests for SNL. And tell oh, okay. me that isn't one of the worst live performances you've ever seen in your life. And I'm not even talking about just on TV. I'm talking about in life in general. <laughs> I'll have to look it up. So fuck them. Fuck him. And we'll see, you know, he can, he can pretend like we're all manipulated by, you know, the media and whatnot. But dude, I'm way smarter than you and like, <laughs> it's just really dumb and i'm sorry i talked about it with people and stuff but i think you have to draw attention to really really dumb people like this because that's what he yeah. is he's a really dumb person he's a dummy i really hope he's not reproducing Ooh. i can only hope yeah that one's scary to even think about what a piece of garbage he's just such a piece <laughs> of garbage now turning to some sad news Johnny McBee, the lead vocalist of The Browning, has been diagnosed with Bell's palsy. Now, he just recently put out, it's like a 12-minute YouTube video, really yeah. explaining everything that was going on with him. Because I don't think a whole lot of people really know what Bell's palsy is. I don't really want to go as in-depth as he did. But you can definitely hear the difference in his voice because pretty much half of his face is frozen. Yeah. And he's obviously, he's a vocalist, so it's very difficult. He mentions in the video that literally the next day, he was going to be going into the studio to record vocals for the next Browning album. 
Now he mm-hmm. obviously will not be doing that because what happened. But apparently Bell's palsy can be brought on by like super stress. Yeah. And I had Which no crazy idea. crazy thing about, yeah. Because that's scary as fuck. Like I'm stressed out all the time. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's just it's just scary as hell. Like it, something like that can be triggered by stress. What I will say though that was actually very positive is that he's staying very positive because he's yeah. fairly sure it'll be gone in a few weeks and you know he'll be okay. And that's a great way. Like he's not crying about it, he's not complaining about it, he's making the video so that people understand what's going on, which I think is a great thing to do for people that don't understand Bell's palsy and then also want to know, you know, how the band's doing. So he's able yeah. to keep everyone up to date right there in one place. And yeah, I was just really impressed with how optimistic he was being, with how positive his attitude was about something like this. And then to put yourself out there, I mean with a society that is so worried about looks and everything like that, he's putting a long video out where half of his face is frozen. And he's talking yeah. about what it's doing and his voices. I mean, it's crazy, but it's good to do things like that. Yeah. It, yeah, it really tells tells it all that he posted a video of himself talking. So, And I guess he plans to do even more. The problem that he said he had, I think this was at the end of the video, is that it actually does hurt him to talk too much so hopefully he gets rest hopefully this does go away and he's able to do everything that he needs to do hopefully this doesn't become a permanent thing it can Uh but maybe not it doesn't happen with everyone so hopefully it doesn't happen for him yeah hopefully not so all of our best to johnny mcbee of the browning next up opeth has started their own record label and they briefly mention this is where I find it hard that this is a report. They talked to the lead vocalist of Opeth, and he mentions that they had an issue with Roadrunner Records, but they don't talk about what the issue was. Which is kind of weird. Um, <laughs> I'm curious, and I wonder what will come of this one. Um, I haven't heard much negative things on Roadrunner, have you? Well, I'm mad at them because I had my King 810 merch. Uh-huh. And the hoodie is fucked up. Like they misprinted it. And (laughs) they sent me an email saying, and I think I talked about this on the show, actually. They sent me an email saying, hey, all the printings were incorrect. We're going to send you a new one. And they never did. Oh, So that that was kind of a bitch move. Yeah. So Uh I am a little mad. I still love King A10. There are a few other bands on Roadrunner that I really do like. But they're one of those huge labels that it's hard to get in touch with them. So Yeah. Yeah. That's a... Shitty move. Yeah, why don't you try and pronounce Opeth's label? <laughs> no, thank you. That's why I've been keeping away from their names. <laughs> <laughs> what he did mention later on after saying that they had an issue with Roadrunner without going into it was that they now, as a label, have the freedom to go and do guest vocal spots on other bands' records. They have the freedom to bring... They have the freedom to bring in anyone they want to do guest vocal spots. So there's a possibility that maybe that had been the issue. Yeah, maybe. I wonder if they'll report more on this in the future. I mean, hopefully we don't ever have to say the guy's name. But <laughs> Yeah, believe me, I would give them all the credit yeah. and promote. I just know I can't, especially not tonight. Now with the way my voice is, there is no way I'm going to be able to pronounce that correctly. No. But by the way, they have 11 studio albums, and that's fucking crazy. 
Yeah. They're doing something right. They deserve to have their own label. Agreed. All right. So we might have a closure, at least one closure, to some of the quote-unquote sexual misconduct stories that we had been talking about recently. Not as many as I'd like. I really wanted a lot more updates. You know what I mean? I wanted to know... You know, were the accusers being believed? Like, what was going to happen to the people they accused? Like, I really hope that this isn't a situation where everything gets covered up and you don't hear about this stuff anymore. Like, I want to know what's going to happen. I want justice for the people. If they're telling the truth, I want justice for them. So I really want to hear more. At least we do have one thing here. It turns out that Don Brocco... Their sexual misconduct allegations have been publicly retracted and an apology has been issued. So that seems to be the right way to handle things. I think they handle things very well. And if that person was lying, which I believe at least this is what it seems to be, then good. I just would hope that something would happen to the person that lied. I don't think we'll ever hear about what happens to that person, which I think it should be blown up. So this type of shit doesn't happen again. I just want justice for anyone who has suffered, whether it's being lied about or having the actual sexual misconduct performed on them. I know it sounds weird to say that. Yeah, I just want answers to a whole bunch of these, like you already said. Like, I want to to enjoy and review the new Slaves album pretty bad. Um, (laughs) So something needs to come of this. I know Johnny Craig's never exactly an award-winning individual. Right. But... I would still like to have some closure on that. Well, also, by the way, that's a really weird one because on their website, it still says, or at least on Facebook and everything, it still says that they're part of Artery Recordings. Oh, wow. So I don't know what the deal is. They're not saying, oh, hey, we're having trouble putting the album out, so we're going we're gonna to suspend bundles and all that kind of stuff. They're still promoting. They're doing sponsors. They're doing all that kind of stuff. So they might have either another record label or maybe that news was reported incorrectly. We'll obviously do a retraction if that's true. So far, I haven't seen anything that said like, oh, no, that's not true. But also, yeah. I haven't seen anything that says like, oh, no, they're on this label now or they're doing it DIY. Like, they haven't said anything uh-uh. about it. So I don't yeah. know. Yeah, and the Pierce the Veil. The Pierce the Veil allegation, is that still... I haven't heard dead word one. Yep, haven't heard anything on that. Haven't heard anything on Brand New. Haven't heard any nothing on We Came as Romans. None of that stuff. And remember, these uh, are all alleged. Yeah, some hold a little more weight than others. So... We'll see what happens. I mean, I, we we know the slaves one. Um, that one was pretty huge and pretty direct. Um, the Pierce the Veil one was very direct and um, had some proof behind it if it was um, looked into a little bit with the tattoos. So I'm just waiting to hear what happens. Yeah, and waiting to hear for more stuff to come out too. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. And last up here on Scene News, Dave, I know this one's got to be super exciting for you. Rock on the Range has been announced. It's happening in Columbus, Ohio, correct? You are correct. And now I know why you're so excited, so I'm going to read you all the bands that are on Rock on the Range. That way, cementing your excitement. Okay. So we've got Event Sevenfold, Godsmack, A Perfect Circle, Stone Sour, Three Days Grace, Machine Gun Kelly, The Used, Asking Alexandria, I Prevail, Trivium, Body Count, 
quicksand, we came as Romans, 10 years, New Year's Day, a mirror, code orange, power trip, from ashes to new, the fever, and I see stars, all your favorite bands. Oh, you nailed them. <laughs> I think the saddest part about this, this lineup, it's better than normal. <laughs> no, it's really good. I just named all the bands that I think you have a problem with. Yeah, you did. You got them pretty good. <laughs> And I fucking hate I see stars. So, I know um, you do. That's why. I have it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but there are actually a ton of fucking awesome bands on this lineup. Yeah. I could manage to see Dance Gavin Dance and like Monster Flames in the same day. Yeah. Under Oath is going to be there. Yeah. Under Oath. Yeah. There's a ton of awesome, awesome bands on this. I'm actually yeah. very jealous. Maybe I'll try and get on like the press and come out for that. Yeah. That'd be a lot of fun. While she sleeps, yeah, I'd be very. I'd be. I like to hear them live once. Oh yeah, no, no, some really, really good bands. My ticket home, Kane Hill. The the list goes on, but I just named all the people that I know you don't like. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. So I think that's all it for scene news. Now it's time for new songs. Welcome to New Songs, and tonight we start with the new one from Glassjaw. This is called Shira. The album Material Control comes out December 1st. Let's take a listen. Now we have Heavy Hearts with Easy Mark. The new EP, On a Chain, is out now on New Damage Records. Let's take a listen. Next up, we have Vile Ones, Bait and Collar. The new EP, Teeth, comes out January 5th on Good Fight Music. Let's take a listen. Now we have Friend of the Show, Farewell My Love, with their brand new single out on Circle Records. Here's Help Me Out.
Next up, we have Boys of Fall with the new single, No Good For Me. Their new EP is coming in 2018 through In Vogue Records. Let's take a listen. And now the new one from Of Mice and Men, this is Defy. The album Defy comes out January 19th on Rise Records. Let's take a listen. Next, we have The Parallel with Time Tunnel. The new album will be coming out in 2018 through In Vogue Records. Let's take a listen. Last up, we have friend of the show, Alisana. Fits and starts. It's on the new EP, The Lost Chapters, and exclusive to the box set Origins. Make sure you pick that up and give this a listen. Not too many, not too little. Maybe this was yeah. just right. I don't know. Yeah. So um, what did you think? Yeah, this is right in between. I um, have some highlights here. Let's get it started with Elisana. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're on the same page here. I hated it. Oh, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely yeah. not. That actually hurt me 
a little bit to say, yeah. even as a joke. Yeah. Yeah, that was really good. The intro was weird as hell, but well, I did like it. It's a positive message. Yeah, and I is. totally understand that. And I think it's really cool, especially people like I don't like being on camera and all that kind of stuff. So I didn't send something in for this, but I could have. But yeah. it's really cool for all the people that got to be in that. Because technically you can say, right, I was in an Alisana video. Yeah. So it's a, good, a good song. Yeah, it's a good inspirational message. It's a good song. And I also have to say, too, and I'm going to plug this here because you actually do have the opportunity to get it. They have Origins. For sale now and i definitely i picked mm -hmm. up i had to be like if mine isn't engraved number one i don't know <laughs> how that won't be possible <laughs> that's how quickly i clicked that button <laughs> but origins is going to be it's the specialized engraved box and in yep. the box it's engraved with a number as well as signatures from everyone in the band then they've got yeah. a six pick set like from their past that is dedicated to each one of the members. Plus, you get a special edition like T-shirt. There's, I know I'm missing a lot of the stuff because it's just so awesome. There's like 10 hours of footage on one of those USB like necklaces. Yeah. So on this keychain, you're going to get live performances, behind the scenes footage, all that kind of stuff. Plus a cassette and an actual EP with redone songs from the past era that they did not release on certain albums. And what's also mm -hmm. cool about that is they are not releasing it on Spotify. They're not releasing it on any streaming service. So when I talk about this and I review it, I will not be playing it on the show. Okay. Because there's only a thousand that are going to be made. Uh -huh. So this is really cool. It's exclusive. It's unique. I recommend every single Alisana fan goes to get this. I don't know why you wouldn't get it unless you yeah. just didn't have the money. It yeah. has to be mine. Like, I have to have it. <laughs> I was listening to this, and it made me think, I have yet to ask you, and I know you probably have a very in-depth answer on this. What is your favorite Alisana song? You know... I don't even know if it's that in-depth, unfortunately. Oh. I think it's Annabelle. I think it's the last okay. track on The Emptiness. Okay. I cannot All get right. over how amazing that track is. <laughs> but I love everything they do, and you know maybe that's yeah. my own fault. I don't know. But I can also say uh -huh. that in Origins, there's a voucher in there for two people to go see them live at any show oh. you want. That's really cool. Yeah. So, I mean, right there, I was already going to go see them anyways. Uh -huh. So now this just allows me, it's like, hey, that's just part of the money that I spent for this amazing thing. Yeah. <laughs> I would say um, this, this Conversation Is Over is my favorite. That's a great song, too. Yeah, I love that damn song. I don't know if anyone could say a song and I'm just like, fuck you. That's a shitty <laughs> song. Like, I don't think that actually exists. Unless your only yeah. favorite song is the cover they did of that Justin Timberlake song. Uh, what comes yeah. around or whatever even though uh, yeah. that is a fucking great cover uh-huh i'd be like what the fuck there you know come on yeah pick an original song <laughs> if alisana means anything to you you should be buying origins mm -hmm. there you go so sorry that's my plug i love them too much we got some positive feedback right there from a song let's go to a different part maybe a darker part of our song reviews um of mice and men i don't know man <laughs> i don't know <laughs> the real question is since you love of mice and men so much what yeah. do you think oh my gosh 
<laughs> there is this absolutely terrible growl in that song. <laughs> and I, I meant to like uh, look down on my phone to like remember the time to tell you. Right. But I figured you just remember where this is. It is so bad. It, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Look, it's, it's better than Cold World. <laughs> that's not saying much. Well, right, right, right. But it is better than Cold World. It is. Yeah. They're just going for like it's almost radio rock, mm-hmm. but they're trying to like scale it a little bit to hardcore. Yeah. And I yep. just don't think it's working because I'm not sure there's any substance behind it. Yeah. I don't know. No, I think they're keeping one foot over here in this kind of hard post hardcore sound. But then we really have one foot in the, the butt rock type of sound. Sure. And they're going to, they, they can't decide. So when they fail on the over here, maybe they can go over here, you know? <laughs> I think this album is going to do very well for them. And I think the new tour that was announced where they're with Bless the yeah. Fall is going to be yep. a very big tour. Yes. We're going to review that album. And I got to tell you, <laughs> I'm not looking forward to it. I can tell. Do you see they have a, there's a track on that called um, Always YDGN? Or because you know they had yeah 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 I don't know maybe <laughs> they need another one <laughs> yeah maybe it's an exact clone of that who knows yeah maybe yeah <laughs> I wish it was a clone of that so we should also mention and I want to mention friend of the show farewell my love yes they released their new track and they're definitely going on the more poppy side yeah but you know what I don't have a problem with that because I know. You know, when Chad came on the show and we did Ian Hates Conversations with him, I know what his musical style is. And this is the uh-huh. direction that he wants to go. This is how he wants to be. So I like mm-hmm. it. Like there's because I know there's passion behind it, I like it. Yeah. Now if we could just get Ian behind gossip. All right, don't even compare the two because <laughs> there's actual instruments and actual vocals in Farewell My yeah. Love. No, it's good. It's good. Plus, I would say there are moments in that track, and I actually told Chad this, there are moments in the track where he sounds like Gerard Way. Yeah, that's a good thing. And then I also want to mention, this is kind of another on the kind of poppy end, Boys of Fall signed with In Vogue Records. Uh huh. And this is way more poppy than I thought it was going to be, but I liked it. I did. And I think I I watched the video as soon as it hit um, Facebook or whatever. Yeah, I enjoyed this track. I in Vogue it really hit and miss with me, and this was a hit, fortunately. Yeah, and just to mention another friend of the show, they're featured on Desire's new track, mm-hmm. Bruises, which I okay. can't stop listening to. It's one of my favorite singles of all of 2017. So you had a pretty good song review besides of mice and men. All around pretty good songs. Yeah. I think so as well. And, you know, the parallel also got picked up by Invogue Records as well. Yes. I also like the vile ones. I want to give them a mention as well. I'm kind of iffy on Glassjaw still. Me uh, too. I mean, they did capture their old sound, I think. Yeah. Which is a good thing. But they're on tour right now with bands that I'm not going to go see. They're, they're on tour <laughs> with the youth. So this is not yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll have even more new stuff to talk about next week. Yep. All right, man. Well, let's keep me talking because apparently this is super easy for me. And let's go on. (laughs) I went to a great show. So let's go on to a concert review. All right. So I went to 
Thanksgiving Fest. It was the day after Thanksgiving. It was at the Middle East in Cambridge, Mass. And we had some local bands. And then we had the headliners or the main acts. We had Outlier, Dayseeker, The Plot and You, and Ice Nine Kills doing every trick in the book in its entirety. Mm-hmm. That's a bit of a dream show, I think. Yeah. I really, really enjoyed myself. I would say for the opening bands, Fathom Farewell did a great job. They always do a great job. Always very impressed with them. If you mm-hmm. get a chance to see Fathom Farewell, make sure you go and do that. Also, I thought it was really funny. There's a band called The Worst of Us. Yeah. And they're a hometown Boston band. They did a really good job because it was like a hometown show for them. Really good job, but they were the stereotypical Boston band. <laughs> like their lead vocalist, you could tell, had to have been from like Charlestown or Southie or something. Like just wanted, like looked like he wanted to fight every single person in the bar. <laughs> like it's just, it's what so many people love. It worked out really well. I thought his vocals yeah. were really good. It's very cool to see a local band like that just like chug it out, you know? And they were yeah. very hardcore. There were some clean vocals, you know, during the chorus every once in a while, but I would say way on that hardcore side. Yeah. So very huh. interesting there. I am going to skip Outlier. Okay. Because I was not impressed whatsoever. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to skip them. <laughs> Then we go to Dayseeker. So Rory was actually sick. And I think Ooh. he's probably sick on some of these other shows as well. But it did not show. I thought they That's did a fucking great job. Yeah. Because also, I mean, as you and I know, their new album is one of the best of 2017. Oh, yeah, without doubt. So to be able to hear that stuff live just works so fucking well. Rory's mm-hmm. so extremely talented. The band's talented. It's awesome to actually hear that live and in person. So I would recommend everyone go see Dayseeker. Yeah. Did they play much off the new album? I think it was most off the new album. Oh, good. Okay. Last, because I did see them earlier this year. I think on the tour that that album came, was released. Oh, okay. When they were with, uh, they were with the plot new and I think picturesque. Yeah. Keep in mind, my concert was a little different because since Ice Nine Kills is playing all of every trick in the book, everyone else's set was shortened. Okay. So I didn't really get to go completely into things the way it would be if they were, obviously if they were a headlining band, but also if it was a basic show, I think we would have gotten more out of them. Yeah. How many times have you seen Ice Nine Kills now? Oh, it's got to be over 10. (laughs) Like I saw them back with the album that they no longer play and is out of circulation and will never speak about. Oh. So I, I mean... I love the band so much. But before we get to that, we have the plot in you. And I'm going to preface the story by talking about something that happened during the VIP that I went to for Ice Nine Kills. So while I'm waiting there, and by the way, I don't know why I do VIP anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I never do anything with the picture. I, I have so much merch from each band. Really, it's about supporting Ice Nine Kills. That's what it's about. That's what VIP is about, is giving the band extra money for some unique merch. You know, that's what you're really doing. So while we're waiting in line, I see a guy that I didn't recognize, and he's got his guitar case, and he's walking around, and he drops it, and I don't know if this is on purpose or not, but he drops it from like four or five feet up. 
and it uh-huh. falls on the ground. It opens up. The battery pack goes, you know, like all the way across the floor into the other room. Uh-huh. He doesn't even pay attention to it. Just leaves it there. Goes and drops something off. Comes back. Grabs it without closing it. So the guitar uh-huh. falls on the floor. Yeah. He doesn't seem that interested in it. Picks it up again. <laughs> kind of slams the case on it a couple times. Someone comes over with the battery gives it to him, he throws that in there, he locks it kind of, not really, and then hurls, he hurls the whole entire thing onto the top of the steps on the other end, probably like 15 feet away. (laughs) And everyone's just looking at him like, who the fuck are you and what are you doing? Yeah. No one understands what's going on at all. So that brings me to the plot in you. Oh. Turns out that guy's a guitarist. Oh, shit. Yeah. Now, he's using that exact same guitar now while he's playing <laughs> his show. Now, yeah. the funny part of the plot in you is something we've talked about a long time ago and actually mentioned multiple times recently on the show. They used to be a band that was made fun of. Mm-hmm. They didn't really have very good albums at the beginning. They were very standard, very generic, very like low-class metalcore. Yeah. It's just, that's a fact. I mean, there were people, obviously, that liked those albums. But in general, Uh if you said you liked the plot and you, you were going to get made fun of. (laughs) It's just the way it was. I mean, people would go to their shows and boo, I saw that shit. Like, it definitely happened. But then they changed. And they had a great album come out. Yeah. And that kind of changed everything to show, hey, Landon Turs is really, really talented. Because not only did he have that, but he's got the solo stuff. He also produces. I think he works in the studio with bands. Like, he is very, very talented. But you question, like, what was the deal with those original albums? So when you see the plot in you live, you can tell the total disconnect that people have when they play an old song. And they don't do it that often, but they probably play, like, two or three per set, maybe. And Uh it's just such a weird dichotomy between those tracks and the good ones (laughs) and you can see it in the crowd too like sure people are gonna mosh you know people are definitely gonna mosh but you can see people like disconnect like ew like what is this like we didn't sign up for this type of band yeah i did see that when they played in columbus too and that's the thing i'll never ever say that they're not talented because they definitely are and i'm a huge supporter of the plot new but i'm also going to be honest the same way everyone should be yeah (laughs) So that's the interesting thing. Like, that's a great band who's able to change things to do what they want, it seems. Like, it's not like they're changing because of that. They're changing because they've evolved into what they want to be. And if we look at those singles that they've released, we both very much enjoyed them. But it's a completely different direction of even their last album. Yeah, definitely. I really enjoyed their last album, too. Yeah. No, it was great. It turned the whole band around. So what I'm also going to mention is they were having a ton of technical difficulties. And now, I don't know if that was the venue. I don't know if it was them. But I can tell you for sure that they were using a backing track that was very, very loud. And you could definitely tell it was a backing track because guess what? Dude's guitar stopped working because probably Uh. it was thrown around (laughs) maybe even multiple times you know, before even getting to the show. Yeah, But he literally left the stage and came over by where I was to get a new guitar to get something for his guitar. And I could still hear the guitar playing, and he definitely wasn't playing it. 
That's bad. Yeah. That's it was really, bad. and then he was behind the venue like multiple times trying to fix things. I don't know if that was just a rare occasion. I've seen the plot in you a few times. I don't remember that being a thing, but it definitely was this time. And then I got a report from Hater Chris that went to Ooh. the show in Connecticut the next night that I guess Landon on stage said that the show in Cambridge was the worst show that they've ever played. So he's admitting uh, it. So I'm not even, yeah, it's not even it's, like I'm throwing them under the bus. It uh, was a terrible show for them. <laughs> and I'm a fan. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I don't want to throw him under the bus. I'm just telling the truth. And he knows yeah. enough to tell the truth as well, mm-hmm. which gives me a lot of respect for him as well. Yeah. So then we're done with that. We get to Ice Nine Kills, and they just fucking destroyed. They played yep. front to back, every trick in the book. This was where it was okay for everyone to sing along because Spencer knows how to run a crowd. So he always knows how to sing over people, but then also let people say specific catchphrases or whatever in yeah. some of the tracks. Like he knows what he's doing. The band is phenomenal. The backup vocalist is so good. Their guitarist, he's so fucking good. Yeah. I'm pissed that band hasn't got... I feel like that band really have... They have yet to get the credit they deserve. It's very true. It is very true. They'll always do well in the East Coast. They'll always do well in Mass. They'll always do well, you know, Connecticut. Places like that, for sure. But it's almost like they're taking for granted how good they are. Every trick in the book is a fucking masterpiece. Yeah. And just seeing it live... They might never do that again. That was mm-hmm. a special thing to be able to see that. And they came back out and they did two more tracks. They did Enjoy Your Sleigh. And I forget what the other one was. It was from The Predator and the Prey. I think it was like Your Hatchet or something. I always forget. Okay. I said it the other day. You're, I think your voice went <laughs> robot too, by the way. Am I still robot? That was better. There you go. But <laughs> the only, only thing, and I know they're probably sick and tired of hearing it, the only complaint I had was I wish they had ended or at least one of those two songs at the end would have been greatest story ever told. Yeah. Because that's one of the greatest yeah. songs ever made. Uh-huh. And yes. maybe they're just, I'm not saying that every trick in the book isn't better than, you know, I'm not saying that, but that is a classic that I wish they would continue to play just once. That's all. I mean, they have four different versions of it or whatever. So I would yeah. like to at least hear one of those versions every time that I see them live. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what song brought me into that band. Probably that one. I, I think it was what I really learned in study hall. Oh, that's a great like one that. because wasn't that Tyler Carter? Yeah. Yeah, he was featured so. in that one. Yeah, that makes sense too. It was either that or Greatest Story is normally what gets people into the yep. band. So anyways, I would recommend. Now I know I think this show goes on for a few more days and then I think it goes to Dayseeker as the headliner. Yes, and that's where I will be going in about a week. Very cool. I love the show, you know, even with the hiccups and everything. I actually love that it's almost a tradition now that they do Thanks Killing Fest and Ice Nine Kills always headlines. Like, that's fucking awesome. I hope they continue uh-huh. to do that. It's like the only good thing about Mass. That's really yeah. good. <laughs> like, I hate everything about Boston except yeah. for seeing that. Whew. All right, that was a lot of talking. All right, Dave, are you ready for our favorite part of the show? I think I'm ready. Let's do it.
Ooh, Dave. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Let me tell you this. This lineup was not something to be thankful for. Am I right? I was about to say I was oh. not thankful for this. <laughs> Sorry to step on your joke, but at least we're on the same wavelength there. Yeah. Was not thankful for a damn thing. Yeah, Maybe this was one thing. one thing. One thing. So this was a tough one. And by the way, if anyone didn't know, our favorite part of the show is album reviews. And that's what we're going to be doing now. But this is going to be a lot different than it normally is. First of all, we don't have 12 albums to review. So that's one nope. thing. And the other thing is... <laughs> We didn't like a lot of this stuff, so we're not even going to mention <laughs> most of it. But we are going to give yeah. you something here. So let's start with Sect, S-E-C-T, No Cure for Death on Southern Lord Records. This is, I guess, I don't even really want to call it a super group, but technically it is. There's nothing super about this one. Oh, the line's back. <laughs> <laughs> this is members of Earth Crisis catharsis and fallout boy i believe the drummer of fallout boy if i'm not mistaken this is vegan straight edge hardcore (laughs) and now i'm gonna say this it's 10 tracks long and it's about 17 minutes yeah That, that that alone should tell you what you're dealing with right and then i went to their facebook page and under personal interests they have these listed not drinking not smoking not drugging, not vaping, back in our human and animal friends and punching hamburgers out of people's hands, dot, 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 no more, exclamation point. Oh, wow. Yeah. That made me really love this album even more, Ian. (laughs) What a seller you are. I can't contain myself. (laughs) Well, that's, I mean, I'm not saying that everyone has to agree with all the politics of the bands that they listen to. They certainly don't. Absolutely not. I find it very difficult to support any band, not because of, you know, the not drinking and not whatever. Like, that's completely fine. I don't don't care. Like, my job is not to promote alcohol. Yeah. Like, I don't give a shit whether you drink or not. I don't care. I don't do drugs. I don't smoke. I'm not against those things. I just don't happen to do them. But that's up to you. That is your choice. Yeah. I just don't need to be told not to eat certain things. I don't need to be told that shit. Like, I don't subscribe to that. And guess what? I don't go around telling everyone, hey, I'm going to put a cheeseburger into your hand. Like, yeah. I don't promote <laughs> eating meat. I don't promote yeah. eating non-vegan. So why do I have to hear that you're going to punch a hamburger out of my hand? Like, I would love for them to try. <laughs> try me. You know what? Here, sect, <laughs> if, if you're ever in town. I will make sure to post where I'm going to be and when I'm going to be eating a hamburger. Please bring your whole posse and try and punch a hamburger out of my hand. And we'll see if you're still making music after that. Yep. <laughs> like uh, that's not even me being tough guy. It's just, I have to respond to other people being tough guys. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just fucking stupid. They're just going to find you on the map. Look down that street and Ian, you're going to be in the front door of this Wendy's or wherever you prefer to go. (laughs) And you're going to be holding this hamburger like right at eye level just waiting for them. I'm going to hold two cheeseburgers and they're probably going to be like, I don't even, I'm not going to go to a fast food restaurant. I'm going to go to a nice artisan hamburger shop. Okay. Okay. Maybe a hamburger shop A. Ooh. S-H-O-P-P-E. Shop A. Uh 
and I'm gonna have myself a forty dollar hamburger yeah. <laughs> on each one of my hands, and I'll let them come yeah. in and try and punch it out of my hands. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and like that didn't make me dislike this album. What made me dislike this album is it's not good. <laughs> it's it's bad. It sounds like shit. It's fast paced, typical hardcore. Distorted guitars, yeah. harsh vocals. I was trying to find the message in there. I didn't really see it. It's nothing special compared to any other hardcore bands. I could start listing off hardcore bands that do it better. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I know some people might take it personally. They're like, oh, no, this is really good. I don't care if you think it's good. Like, this is our opinion yeah. and it's our show. And if you don't like it, that's yeah. fine. But I don't find this to be good. I don't like their politics, and I don't like their yeah. music. Yeah, I honestly, I'm going to reach out for you guys. Reach Anyone who enjoys this, me. please tell me why you enjoy this. <laughs> Maybe it'd be fun to go to a hardcore show and see them and see all their big black X's on their yeah. clothes and their hands and stuff, because that's really cool. Oh, yeah. Cool stuff. I bet they have awesome merch, too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you just made me think of that. Wow. Yep. Yeah. There's so, too many jokes in that one. Yeah, fuck that. So, anyways, on to the next one, right? No, yeah. Let's go. Oh boy. All right. Now we've got at the drive-in Diamante EP on Rise Records. This is experimental post-hardcore. It's three tracks, which equal about 16, 15 minutes, somewhere around there. Yeah. Yeah. Or 10 minutes? No, isn't it 10 minutes? It's 10 minutes. 10 yes. minutes. There we go. Three tracks, 10 minutes. Look, it's no secret. Maybe we have new listeners. We normally do. I've said it many, many times on the show. At the Drive-In is one of the worst bands I have ever heard in my life. I cannot get into them. I try to give them credit for being around for as long as they were. To me, this is just noise. Yeah. This is um. This is dog shit. <laughs> we both put it so eloquently yeah there's i i couldn't i couldn't bear to listen to this again i hate everything that they do <laughs> i really do i i have tried so much to get into at the drive-in and i know they don't need me you know they've got yeah. their underground following they've got all their shit they're fine i just can't do it i hate the vocals <laughs> i really do it bugs the fuck out of me uh-huh and I just never understood how people like it just seems like it would be just people that are too cool for the room. You know what I mean? Like that seems to be like the hipster of hardcore bands. Yeah. Like they should just That's be what they, are. they should just be an experimental post rock band, that kind of thing. But instead they're like, oh no, we're gonna play post hardcore and be super cool. I, I just <laughs> I don't I don't like them. I know they're talented in a way. In some way, I know people find them talented. I'm not saying they're bad musicians, but the way they choose to play music is awful. Yeah. A zero out of ten. <laughs> ten meaning minutes. I'm pretty sure my line to you, Dave, because I couldn't, I couldn't hold back before the show. If I shot myself in the face, I'd be making <laughs> better music than at the drive-in. Yeah. And I'm sure there are at the drive-in fans out there listening. They're like, oh, wow, I wish Ian would shoot himself in the face then and we wouldn't have to listen to this anymore. But if I did that, I really don't want to overshadow your favorite band. 
I would listen to Ian shooting himself in the face before I listen to this. <laughs> Everyone would. Yeah. It'd be album of 2017. <laughs> yeah. And now on a complete 180 here, we go to our saving grace of the week. We have yes. Shame Cult with their self-titled EP. This is on Stay Sick Recordings. This is a hardcore, melodic, hardcore slash metalcore band. This is their first EP. It's five tracks long. And this is Skaggs from Misfortune and Outline in Color. I think he's doing bass on this. He can do pretty okay. much anything. But I think he's yeah. doing bass and probably backing vocals as well. Super talented guy. And I thought this EP was a breath of fresh air. I really liked it. Yeah, this saved the week. There's no doubt about that. No, it definitely did. Uh, harsh, unclean vocals and backing vocals. The backing vocals are a great balance for the album. Even the clean vocals are harsh, but they add melody. Yeah. So it's just yeah. the composure and the contrast of the album work very well. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I would say there's a song on this. All the songs are great, mm -hmm. but I had one song literally on repeat. Can I guess which one it was? All right, try me. Four of my friends. Oh, you got it. Bam. Because I was going to mention yep. that track because even though I don't think there's real blending in this EP, even though it's only five uh, tracks, I think each, I, I would say each track is pretty dissimilar from each other, yes. even though it still follows in like the hardcore roots and everything. But that final track is so different from the other uh -huh. four tracks that it shows the range that the band has. Yeah. So I just really, I mean, I enjoy that. You know, sometimes it's manic and frantic, but then you've got good breakdowns, you've got good sing-alongs during the choruses, and that just balances everything really, really well. I very, very much enjoyed this EP. Yeah, this was a hard save on the, uh, the phone for me. For anyone that doesn't know, that's when you know an album is good. Yeah, if I saved it on the phone, it's, it's worthy. And I got to tell you, the, the others we listened to lasted maybe one to two listens. <laughs> yeah, that was a really, really tough week. But we shouldn't take anything away from Shame Colt because I think even if this had been in one of our best weeks, we would still really enjoy this. Yeah. So For just sure. want to put I, that I out one. there. Yeah. But yeah, and congratulations to friend of the show, Skaggs. It's Michael Skaggs. I like calling him Skaggs. I yeah. think that's what most people do. But congratulations to friend of the show, Skaggs, for finding another band. He's also an outline in color. Like, this guy can't stop, won't stop, just keeps destroying things. So I would yeah. like to see this band live. I wonder if they're going to be able to do a tour. Not exactly sure, but looking forward to either way. And I think we're on the same page. Why don't we play a little bit of For My Friends? Sounds good. So once again, that's Shame Colt with their self-titled EP on Stay Sick Recordings. All right, Dave. So 
upcoming albums for December 1st, we have Glassjaw, Icarus the Owl, Eat Your Heart Out, Silence the Radio, The Faceless, Sitting the Summer Out, and Lightscape. I have no idea how this is going to be. <laughs> I think it sounds better than what we just had. We can only hope. Yes. I believe it is now time for hate mail. Do you think we're going to kiss your ass since you get a good review in your magazine? Well, you're mistaken, my friend. Take a self-righteous buzzer, wannabe writer, candy ass pencil. Shove it up your ass! Shove it up your ass, you punk! Shove it up your ass! All right, everyone, it is questions from all of you haters out there. What do we got today? Once again, we have another Lewis Core question. Lewis Core is killing it. Is he the only person listening to the show? He is. He's he's a curious little shithead. <laughs> so he's like, I'm going to make this one really interesting for you guys. So you have Maddie Mullins, Ronnie Radke, and Amy Lee. We're doing a fuck, Mary kill bit. Really? <sighs> All right. <laughs> Lewis Core, I'm not sure. This one might have let me down a little bit. I'll do it, though, because it is hate mail. And that's uh, what we do here on Ian Hates Music. It is. So I think this one's too easy. And maybe it's just because that's just the way I think. Oh. But I think you you definitely fuck Amy Lee. Yep, straight male. Yeah. So that's what you I'm do. A straight male. Yeah, yeah. Amy Lee, definitely fuck. Uh-huh. For Mary, I think that one's obvious. I think you marry Ronnie Radke. Because he's super rich and he's gonna leave you alone because he's gonna go he's gonna go fuck lots of people. So <laughs> it's like he leaves you alone so that way you have the house and you can probably do whatever you want because he's gonna buy you whatever you want. So maybe you have to yeah. deal with him like ranting and raving yeah. every once in a while and stuff, but in general, you know, there you go. You're married to him. And then you kill Maddie Mullins, obviously. <laughs> is it bad that I drew the conclusion to kill Matty Mullins before? Out of those three, I don't know who wouldn't do that. <laughs> I read through them like, oh, for sure, kill Matty Mullins. I didn't think about Amy Lee. Well, at least because while you're fucking Amy Lee, she can sing My Immortal. <laughs> Ooh, Evanescence fans are going to hear about this one. Oh, they're going to love it. Just like they love the other episodes. <laughs> Uh, you're still alive, so the fans didn't get you. So seriously, please martyr me, <laughs> make me a martyr for, for making fun of Evanescence. <laughs> this show would be the most popular thing ever. Yep. All right. So now, do you have a difference in? Oh no, in... no. <laughs> See, that's that's why. Look, I appreciate the questions from Lewis Core. Yeah, I think that this one. You got to add in somewhere, like, you got to make this a little bit more difficult. He about swapped Maddie Mullins with Johnny Craig. Would that have changed your outlook? No, because I think you still have to kill him then. Yeah. <laughs> I think either way, you're marrying Ronnie. <laughs> he just has so much money. Yeah. That's the way I look at marriage people. Who can get me the most money? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, look, if anyone has any variations oh, on that no. game... Or any other in-depth questions or scene questions, something relating to music, whatever. You can get in touch with Dave through all the random weirdo (laughs) social (laughs) media outlets that he's part of. And then you can get in touch with me on Instagram and Twitter, at Ian Hates Podcast on Facebook, 
facebook.com slash Ian Hates, and you can email me, ianhates at gmail.com. Holy shit, my voice is taking a beating. <laughs> I need warmer weather. Yeah, I'd agree with And that. maybe not to be doing a show every single day, probably. Yeah, that could help. It could, but it wouldn't help all the haters out there. <laughs> all the Evanescence fans. All those Evanescence fans. All right, man. We are flying through this stuff, thankfully. So let's get to Breakdown from the Past. All right, Dave. Breakdown from the Past time. What do you got for me? All right, so you weren't pleased with last week's breakdown from the past, Ian? I haven't been pleased with a lot. Probably like (laughs) the last five weeks you've been doing this. Well, hopefully we can turn this franchise around. Yeah. Have you heard the band Addison? I have. Ooh, okay. This is my breakdown from the past. Um, I had them, I used to jam them all the time, like 2007. Oh, sure. The glory days, you might call it. Uh. Yeah, I just really like this band. They're, I think they tour all over um, like Australia and New Zealand. They were only around three years, unfortunately. That shit happens. Um, anyways, they got a really good sound. Uh, I'd say definitely post-hardcore sound to them, just like every other band I liked in that era. So I'd like to give the listeners a, a good listen to the track. It's only a matter of time. There you go, Dave. You have redeemed yourself. <laughs> so what do you have? So my band is also a band that was not around for a long time. Their name is In Other Words. Have you ever heard of them? After looking it up, I'm familiar with one of the music videos, but I can't quite remember the sound. Yeah, they're a post-hardcore band. Actually, yeah. probably on the same lines of Addison, to be quite honest. <laughs> same time funny. and everything. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, just a little bit after Patience, their EP came out in 2011. And then they had unreleased songs come out in 2013. There's not as much to say about this band because I never got to see them live. Mm -hmm. But it's just one of those bands where it's just a fun, old-school, post-hardcore, the little electronics in it. You know we love them. Oh, yeah. So why don't we go ahead and we'll play a little bit here. I'm going to play Kiss Me Once, Shame on You. Yeah. 
All right, man, there we go. We've got Addison and In Other Words for people to check out. I like that. These are good ones. All right, man. Wow, I can't believe it. It's actually time to end the show. Oh, wow. This isn't the longest episode we've ever done then? So crazy. All right, on that note, time to end the show. All right, Dave, do that thing you do. You guys can get in contact with us through all forms of social media. Obviously, Ian will have them all linked in the descriptions. And rate and review it. I mean, most of you really don't rate and review the show. It is so much easier than what you really think it is. Just It really is. Five stars. You can write a review if you want. No one says you have to. Really, just <laughs> click the damn star. The five would be preferred or else you... I don't know why you'd be listening or to don't do it like, you know? Yeah. Just click five stars. If it's anything less than don't rate it. If you made it this long in the show to the end of us, end of the episode to hear what we're talking about right now, you like the show. Okay. <laughs> or you hate us enough that you still want us around. Yeah. So if you still want us around, rate us five stars. Yes. Yeah, just rate us. That That's a new thing. I, I just don't understand. So rate the show. Um, be sure to tell a friend, um, get some listener feedback, some questions. Um, I don't think any of you are going to get too mad over what I said this episode. So maybe the Evanescence fans out there might. Or the sect fans or the at the drive-in fans. They don't have fans. Oh. <laughs> Ian's been busy, obviously, with the conversations and whatnot. Always. So make sure you support old Ian over there. He's uh, he's running on fumes. As you can tell by my voice, I'm sure. Yeah. I have one conversation announcement. Ooh. The Rival Town episode uh-huh. came out. Last week, right before Thanksgiving. So hopefully everyone has taken a chance now to listen to it. If not, it's always there for you for free. But share that shit around. I mean, Rival Town are a smaller band. Yep. But they had that awesome EP come out. And this is how you make bands. You share this shit around. Get to know their personalities. Go support them. That's the way to do it. So uh-huh. I very much enjoyed my conversation with them. I thought it was great. A lot of fun. A lot of great stories, lots of joking around, really good guys. So go support Rival Town. Have more conversations on the way. I have a feeling things might slow down more towards Christmas, but we will see. I'm going to try and stack some things up, but there's only so much time in the day. Also, don't forget, we were very serious about the net neutrality talk. I know I've talked about it on the show before, but I've never gone that in depth. So please take this as a word of warning. Because things will get really, really bad. Shitty. Very, very shitty. Yes. Also, on the lines of what Dave was talking about on reviewing the show and everything, I'm going to be doing a contest on Twitter, at Ian Hates Podcast, and then on Facebook, facebook.com slash Ian Hates, where when we get to certain tiers of likes and follows, there will be prizes given out. And I am serious about this. I have the prizes, and I think people are really going to like them. So share the show to people that you know will like. I know there are way more people listening than are the likes on Facebook. Uh That's just a fact. There are so many more. Like (laughs) I know based on the stats. So just take a second. Go to Facebook.com slash Ian Hates. Give it a like. You'll hear about everything that's going on in the Ian Hates world. We've got... Ian Hates Music, which you're listening to. Ian Hates Conversations with Great Bands. And you've got Ian Hates Movies with Kelly. All this stuff for free. Yes. All right there. 
So go do that and win some prizes. If you guys didn't hear earlier in the show, Ian has a shit ton of merch from VIPs. I'm sure he's going to be very generous with his V. Yeah. His, his merch, he has probably stored away somewhere at this point. <laughs> Keep that in mind. I also have some, you know, some innovative prizes as well. But we'll get to those as we get more likes and all that kind of all stuff. Right. So I think that's enough for the show. Yeah. My voice needs to rest even just a little bit. And we'll be back next week with a brand new episode. So, Dave, do you have any final words for everyone? Don't be a dick. And I will leave you the way I always do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. So goodbye to you, So I'll